Greetings my brothers and sisters and welcome to God's Corner. I am your host Nontanta Precious Ngobese. I would like to congratulate those that are fasting um, for making it this far. You may be in a Daniel fasting, you may be doing a dry fasting, um, you may be doing six to six. All I want to say is congratulations for actually making it this far. You may have survived a day without giving to the temptations of the flesh. Um, congratulations to you. I pray that the Holy Spirit may keep you going and keep you in that secret place of God. So this fasting this year, I have accompanied it with Psalms 91, which speaks about staying in God's secret place and literally describes to you how it feels like to be in God's secret place and gives you the promises and the conditions that um, God will, will do when you stay in his secret place so god has promised us protection god has promised us security god has promised us um warmth and he has told you that in psalms 91 you may see evil happen around you you may see thousands falling beside you but none will come to you so i pray and i hope that during your time of fasting you are still meeting up with your father you are still giving your heart to him and surrendering everything including your words including your doing um you're just still surround um, surrendering yourself to god um so today what i wanted to speak on actually was to encourage you that when you are in that secret place when i have entered okay um since i've entered the secret place of god and i feel this protection and i have let god in in whatever that bothers me in all areas of my life i have opened up to god so what do i do when i'm in this secret place today i just want to say to you or encourage you that you read the word of god you read the word of god there is power in the word of god so I want us I want us to open um, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 to 5 right so 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 um, this is a scripture that Paul wrote and Paul in the scripture he's defending his authority right so Paul says um, verse 3 reads we are human but we do not wage war as humans do we use god's mighty weapons not worldly weapons to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments we destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing god we capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. And after you have became fully obedient, we will punish everyone who remains disobedient. Again, obedience, obedience, obedience. Um, 
those that have been listening to my podcast you would know how big i am on obedience and emphasizing that god's word is all about encouraging us to be obedient to him meaning to walk in alignment with scripture um when i read this verse and i prayed over it the holy spirit showed me that god's word actually what does god's word do what does the word of god do you know in ephesians um chapter 6 when we look at the armor the word of god is said to be a sword right it says that you must take your sword which is the word of god meaning in order for you to survive the day in order for you to survive all the attacks that are described in Psalms 91 the arrows that are being shot um the diseases that strike in the night you need to be able to slay them down with your sword and your sword is the word of god so you reading the word of god it will allow you to destroy all the bad things that are happening it will keep your mind at peace you will be able to talk against all the negative thoughts you will be able to free yourself from condemnation that the devil gives right so second corinthians tells us that the word of god what does it do right what does it do it demolishes strong holds that's the first point it says it says here in verse 4 We use God's mighty weapon, not worldly weapon, to knock down strongholds. What are strongholds, my beloved? My stronghold, it's behaviors that you have learned over time that you think are right and acceptable to Christ, but in actual essence, they are not. They serve the kingdom of darkness. You may have a stronghold of the spirit of control. You think that you being in control is you being independent but in actual effect we are not meant to be independent we are meant to be dependent on God so who sent the spirit of of control it's the devil that's your stronghold some strongholds come through generational curses you know um there are medical there are diseases that you may get because of your genetics like your diabetes I'm high blood and what so on because because of your um of your genes right and sometimes we cannot even do anything about it it's like it's they it's something that you have to accept those are strongholds there are also behaviors and emotions and um things that we may inherit because of the generational curse that we carry in our blood When I looked at Matthew's chapter 1 and I always questioned why would the New Testament open up with the genealogy of Christ why is why was it so important for God to list the the family he has or the people that are in his life right um it wasn't it, okay I know that the books say that it was important because normally when one speaks of their family in the olden days it was a woman were not included 
So for them, for the Jews to include women in the genealogy of Christ in itself was a miracle. But deeper to that, it was to show the generational curses that continued. If you would look, there was a spirit of prostitution that was a stronghold, right? And that traveled from generation to generation up until Mary and Christ was born. That's when the spirit um, left the family. There was murder, right? There was a spirit of murder. There was illnesses in that history, in that family. Like it was so messed up. There were so many generational cases that were passed through, so many strongholds that were passed through up until Christ came and everything demolished. So you engaging in the word of God during your time of fasting breaks down all the strongholds, all the generational curses, everything that the kingdom of darkness has said um, they will plant to your family forever. Everything that they have cursed against you. Because you, you know why? There are demons that wake up in the morning to pray against you, to pray against your brain, to pray against your faith. They want to rock and shake up your faith so that you do not stand strong. But when you keep yourself in the word of God, you break down all strongholds. You have it in your hands to stop generational sicknesses. You have it in your hands to stop that generational depression. You have it in your hands to stop that generational spirit of control, to stop that poverty. When you just engage and remain in the secret place of God and engage your mind in reading the word of God. So 2 Corinthians tells us that the first thing that the word of God does, your sword does, is to break down strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy. This is the second one. What else does the word of God do? It destroys, demolishes arguments about God's word. So it destroys all false arguments, right? I love this point because it leads me to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. A verse 4 where, where Paul warns um, the, um, the people of false apostles um, it, it, it sort of like highlights what we call um, the spirit of sentimental meaning it's a spirit that mimics the Holy Spirit it's a spirit that preaches the false doctrine of God it looks like Christ but it's not really the gospel of Christ, right? So Ephesians, I mean, 2 Corinthians, sorry, 2 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 4 says, For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus, the one we proclaim, or the uh, another Jesus, okay, it says, If someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we proclaim, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you have put up with it enough. Meaning, one of the ways that um, Satan's deception works is by mimicking the Holy Spirit. So sometimes you may receive the word of God, um, that sounds like the word of God, 
but is not the word of God. And normally your conscience will speak, right? It will tell you that there's something wrong with this word. So what does it do when you read the word of God? What happens when you immerse yourself in the word of God? As you are in, in fasting, God will reveal his true doctrine. This verse, um, this scripture mainly speaks of what I call motivational preaching. And it happens a lot in our churches where you will find our pastors emphasizing more on the promises of God, on the wealth of God, but don't emphasize on the suffering that comes with being the child of God, on the obedience that comes with being the child of God. Because God did say that when you become his child, you share in his wealth as much as you will share in the suffering. So nowadays, we do not, we no longer preach much on the suffering but we preach much on the promises and the wealth just to make someone feel good and you get half the gospel and not the true gospel right that in its own it's a spirit of deception that is brought about the devil and that mimics the holy spirit second second um corinthians verse 10 says that when you build yourself in the world in the word of god when you spend time in the word of god you are breaking down these false arguments you are breaking down this false doctrine because you are now educating yourself in the true gospel in the true gospel imagine how many christians are out there who think that when you are in christ everything is beautiful when you are in christ i'm not meant to suffer when you are in christ i'm meant to receive everything you know sometimes we even repeat those scriptures to ourselves yes it is well and good but what about the suffering that comes with it when you see when you open the book of job the first thing that was discussed in the court in the heavenly courts when god had a meeting in the spiritual realm and satan was present and and Satan was like job job does not father job does not um praise you because he praises you wholeheartedly out of his heart but he praises you because of all the lavish things that you have given him take away all of these things i doubt that he will still have faith and god was like you can go ahead and test him but i know my child he knows his child he knows his servant that he will outstand the temptation right this goes to show that you some of the sufferings that you go through are not because of the things that you did but it is something that comes with sharing in the glory of christ that is why god says let go of your life let go of everything take up your cross take up your cross take up your suffering take up my suffering and be glad when you suffer in my name so it's not only rejoicing and the good things and the glamorous things that god can give you hence i said when you go into fasting it's not it's not a wish list you don't go into fasting with a wish list um and saying god i'm sacrificing so that 
I can receive this. You go into fasting, giving, suffering your flesh because that on its own shows that God, I am completing the scriptures as it's written that I will also suffer in your glory as much as I will share in your glory, as much as I will share in your joy. So when you when you when you immerse yourself in in the word of God, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 says that we break down false arguments. That was the second point. What else does this word of God do? What else does this sword do? Right? It says it demolishes arrogance and everything that raises itself up against the knowledge of God. Some um verse some versions of the Bible will say pride. Um, so basically this is anything that will put itself above God. Anything that will put itself above God. Like sometimes we 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 don't want to spend time reading the word, right? Um and little do you know that you neglecting spending time with God is actually sin because you are putting yourself above God. You are saying whatever that you have to do um, at that certain time is more important than God. So when you spend time, when you read the word of God, when you spend enough time in Christ reading the word, you get to humble, we get to demolish that spirit of pride. You get to submit to yourself. You are doing against what the devil actually wants you to do by not spending time with the Father. So when you spend time in the Word of God, you 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 are putting everything else last and putting Him first, right? So I encourage you, my brothers and sisters, as you are fasting, that read that Word. I know that sometimes it may not be easy and you may not understand, but there are thousands and thousands of study books and um, internet is also available for us to extend our understanding of what we are reading because some of the things that you are reading actually may apply to your life and help you. So today's podcast is just to encourage you to please just, 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 just give time and spend time with God because then... You are demolishing every pride that is within you. You are putting everything else last. So when you are reading the word of God, we are demolishing the spirit of pride that, Father, there is nothing that comes above your word. Everything else comes below because he did say that the earth and everything below and above it is created by him. And it is below him. Earth itself is his footstool. It's his footstool. So honor your time. If you have set time that in my fasting, I will pray at nine o'clock. When nine o'clock comes, do go into the closet. Read the word of God. Take up your sword and spend the time and pray. Respect it because trust me, Satan and his demons are very organized. And they will never miss a time to pray against you. You may go to a church. You know that there are demons at church, right? They came here, came there to see what actually goes on and to keep everyone distracted. They will never miss a time to, 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 
to obey the assignment. They will never miss their time to pray against you. The assignment and what they have been sent to do is very much important. Here you are, you are putting everything else first, even financially. You are putting everything else above God. And you, and you are just submitting and, and you are playing. When it's time to pray, you feel lazy. You don't want to pray. And yet the enemy is so organized at praying against you. How do you think you're going to survive? Because the word of God is indeed the sword. So take up your sword. You have entered that secret place. You have that protection. What do I do when I'm in that secret place? You take up your sword you immerse yourself your mind your brain everything into his word you honor you put everything else last you put god first right and then it also shows us as we continue it says um with the sword with this word of god we capture the rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. So what's the second attack? It's your brain. It's your thoughts. How you feel about yourself, how you think, whatever you think or feel you manifest. If you wake up feeling happy, your day is going to be happy. If you wake up feeling sad, your day is going to be depressing and long. So being in the word of God, we take captive of every thought. How? Well, the word of God is peace. When you fill your mind with peace, you manifest peace. Because you would know that every lie that comes to your brain, you know how to dismiss it. You know, this comes also to condemnation. How the devil keeps us in condemnation. You know, when you are fasting for the first time, it's quite hard um, to keep away from certain food. Um, the food that you said you will sacrifice and not eat, right? It's hard and first time you may even find yourself eating that very same food, right? Then the problem comes with you forgiving yourself. You, The devil was sent in this evil thought that your prayers are not going to go up. You have eaten this. Yeah, what you are doing is useless and the most part of you, you will feel guilty about it, right? But that's condemnation. That's not conviction. Conviction from the Holy Spirit says, okay, you have ate. Now ask for forgiveness and repent. Meaning ask for forgiveness, receive that forgiveness and do not do this again. Let's continue. But the whole, but the, the devil will want to keep you there. That uh -uh, you have ate. I, what you're doing is now useless. See, why are you even carrying on with this? You know, your mind will be filled with all of this. Now, 2 Corinthians says, when you are filled with scripture, when you are filled with the word of God, when you have taken up your sword, you should be able to take captive of every thought that does not come from God, including condemnation including you not being able to forgive yourself wanting to think bad things because you have made a mistake it's not even it goes beyond even fasting right 
it goes beyond even fasting if that happens to you during fasting just know that there is a spirit of condemnation that you need to pray against you need to be able to forgive yourself be able to forgive yourself that when you have asked for forgiveness from God, you have truly received it and repent truly by not doing it again. It, it, it's a highlight. What that Once that happens to you during your fasting, it's a highlight to say you suffer from this, right? You suffer from not being able to forgive yourself. You suffer from not being able to forgive others. You may have wronged yourself. You may have wronged others. Ask for forgiveness and let go. When you are filled with the word of God, you will be able to let go. You will be able to to forgive yourself quickly because we don't dwell in past mistakes. We move. We move. Right? There shouldn't be any blockage that flows from your personality to God. It should be free. We move. That's why God refers to himself as the living waters because you you must not hold on to stuff. You must be able to flow, to just move. So 2 Corinthians chapter 10 highlights that another battle that you will fight, that you will slay, with this word by just reading the word of God is kept is taking captive of thoughts that are rebellious and making them obey God meaning every lie that you say about yourself every lie you believe about another person everything that is negative that is not from God when you have the word of God filled in your mind you will be able to take captive and make these thoughts obey Christ. So my brothers and sisters, I pray that as you fast, may you become fully obedient. May you become fully obedient. May you be able to pray and to receive the word of God. I pray to God that may you spend as much time in his word, discovering his truth and actually taking up your sword. Because that will be able to redefine you. It will free you from most things. And it will show you how you must walk as a child of God. Now that you have entered the secret place. Now that you have God's protection. As Psalms 91 has said. What do I do? We read the word of God. So I hope this podcast will encourage you to go into deep um, to go in deep with the scriptures, to read, to pray, and to stay in the secret place. With that said, happy fasting. Until next time, I love you. Bye.